Hey girl, ready for another week to shine, sparkle, and slay? Just like every week, we'll be learning how to build confidence and business skills so you can show up as the person you've always wanted to be, but didn't think was possible. Get ready to shine by breaking out of that low self-worth. Sparkle when you realize just what you're capable of and slay by holding each other up. I'm Stephanie Rodriguez, and this is the Shine Sparkle Slay podcast. Let's get started. Hey, hey, happy Monday, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Shine Sparkle Slay podcast. As always, you guys know that we're always bringing you rock star guests that always have some value to share, whether it's uplifting, inspiring, motivating, some business advice, or just tips and tricks that have helped them along the way. And today is no different. So let me introduce you to Nikki. She was born and raised in Detroit, Michigan, has lived in eight states since graduating high school. That's a lot of states there. Her superpower is being able to take just about anything and break it down in a way that is meaningful and intended to a specific audience. She's a first-generation, two-time college graduate and believes that knowledge is power. Nikki created a consulting business during the height of the pandemic and has scaled that business to six figures in less than 18 months. That is like absolutely insane. So we have to talk about that. Um, she's a seasoned speaker who's engaged with over 15,000 people on topics related to organizational culture, belonging, and equity. Oh my goodness. Okay background i need to know all the things like scaling your business in that short amount of time and like those numbers are insane so give me some background how are you doing what you're doing yeah awesome so first of all thanks for having me on this amazing podcast hello to all of the tuner inners and the listeners Mm -hmm. yeah so entrepreneurship has been a super interesting road for me I never thought I'd be an entrepreneur and I never even really knew what that meant until I was in a space where I wanted to create something and needed to figure out how to do that. So I had started doing some work that many consulting companies do, you know, in the realm of consulting or training or meeting with people one-on-one, giving them advice, talking through specific things. And I was doing it all through the lens of free 99. So I was doing all of this in a free space, working in higher ed and the industry that I was working in, it was pretty common for people to do that in a volunteer-ish way, if you will. And when I was experiencing some struggle with my full-time job where I was at at the time, I thought to myself, why don't I just create a business to where we can make decisions that we want to make and we can center the things we want to center. And one of my friends gave me some really good advice and said like, you know, why don't you just do this? Why don't you create something? So at the time I was a little antsy. I didn't think I could do that. I think a lot of us experience a lot of setback as it relates to like, can I do this? Am I qualified to do this? Will people buy from me? All these things. So I just started really dabbing my toe in the water and I did a few sessions um, in a paid capacity with two other folks who are on our team now. And then we started working with an organization that said, Hey, Nikki, in order to partner with you, we need an EIN number. Mm-hmm. Well, what did I do? Google, what is an yep. EIN number and how do I get it? And that's that how my me. entrepreneurship journey started. So I always like to tell people I'm self-taught, but community made. 
And I would not be where I am with the business, specifically in the partnership that I have with my business partner now, if it was not for like really intentional conversations with people who are willing to help along the way. So lots of learning, lots of growing and lots of reflecting on what kind of company did we want to build? What did we want to do? And how are we going to be able to fill a gap in the industry that we're going to operate in? You know, there's consultants and speakers popping up everywhere. And it's true. We really wanted to be something that was unique and something that was inspiring and something that people could buy into both with our services, but also like as an entity. So lots of learning, lots of growing, lots of late nights, but ultimately we got to a place where I think we're really thriving and really getting out there and doing some great things. And it's been a great learning experience and our team has been awesome. So I absolutely love them and wouldn't have been able to do it without all of them. I think this is really cool because you were going along and just kind of like doing your thing. And then you realized, Hey, there's an opportunity here because you're giving yep. advice and consulting and you're doing it for free, which a lot of us, you know, we do that, you know, we're like, here's some advice, but then they're just like done down. You're like, wait a minute, my time is valuable too. And I'm giving away all this time and knowledge for free, but you took that and you realized it and you created a business, which is like, so cool. I'm so glad to hear that that you realized that and you did something with it. So tell me about business because now I'm just like interested because you said you wanted to do something unique and, and just different. So what is your consulting business? Yeah. So we started a business in February of 2020 called the Parallel Agency. And we work with fraternities and sororities in the realm of diversity, equity, and inclusion. So our mission statement is that we work with these organizations to help them align their words with their actions in the areas of equity, access, and belonging. We do so through training, consulting, coaching, and intentional strategy development. So when we think about the landscape of DE&I, there is this whole industry where there are DE&I practitioners that are doing amazing and wonderful things. And people have got their own consulting companies. There are people that are working as their own individual person, but there's not a lot of things that we found that are segmented to specific industries or audience. So typically what you see is if a DEI practitioner is a DEI practitioner, their audience is really wide. Their scope may be narrow. They may be focused on a particular topic or a particular segment of topics, but their audience is typically wide. Now, in our case, we're the complete opposite. So our audience is very narrow. We only work with fraternities and sororities, but our scope is wide. So we're working on things like organizational culture and equity and access, and particularly in fraternity and sorority, regardless of what type of fraternity or sorority it is, you know, there is a notion that power and privilege run rampant in fraternity and sorority. And that's what a lot of people know fraternity and sorority as. So we wanted to take that and create something that would essentially flip what's currently in the industry. And instead of being really widely focused on audience, we're now narrowly focused on audience, which allows us to be really intentional and impactful in what we deliver. So when we deliver trainings, we're not just delivering, here's an implicit bias training, but we're able to go so deep with people and speak the language that they speak and give examples of things that they're currently experiencing in a way that they're like, how did she know that? Right. How did she actually know that that was happening? Which has been really cool for us because right now we are the only agency that is narrowly focused with this population of people 
in the DEI space. So while there are other consulting and speaking agencies that have speakers that speak on these topics, we only do this work collectively and holistically with this group. And it's been really, really intentional decision that we've made, but it's helped us a lot because people are now coming to us saying, we only want to work with you because we know that you can deliver something in a way that nobody else can, which has been an eye-opening thing because honestly, at first it was just about comfortability. That's it. Like this was the audience that we were comfortable with and we rock and rolled with it. But now it's turned into, we have uniquely positioned ourselves as the agency of choice based upon the things that we're able to offer. Yeah. Yeah. It is is really cool. It really is. And it's so cool too, because it just came like naturally, like you didn't like have to like brainstorm for a year and come up with this. You're just doing what you guys do best. And it's just worked out for you guys. That's so cool. So cool. Yeah. That's probably one of the favorite things about our team is that, you know, all of our team members are like the unsung heroes of the fraternity and sorority space. They are people that like work their asses off. They're hardworking people. They know what they're talking about and they're committed to this and they have been committed to it long, long, long term. So just thinking about the organic nature of how this came and the rock star status that our team is like, it's just been amazing. That's so cool. I love to hear stories like yours, just that whole organic, natural thing that just blows up. It's like the coolest. I love what you're doing. And I can tell like, we can have like a whole other conversation on just the work that you're doing. Cause I'm just like, so interested in it. And I think it's like, yeah. cool. so keep it up. I love it. Yeah, I, I did want to pick your brain on a couple of things before we get into a little bit more of the work that you're doing. So sales funnels, I had noted and I highlighted here, B2B sales strategy, including building and maintaining a sales funnel. So does this relate to the work that you're doing or is this just something else that you have some expertise in? Yeah, so I would say that probably 75 to 80% of the money that we bring in for our agency is through a B2B sales strategy. So business 101, folks, B2B, business to business, meaning our business is selling something to another business or group of people. This is typically like larger contractual items that is, you know, we're going to be there for a day and a half of training, or we're going to do, you know, 20 consulting hours over the next year, or they're going to participate in our culture assessment. And we're going to provide them some recommendations, but these are typically what we sell to businesses. In our case, that is other organizations, primarily like campuses or universities or the actual chapter themselves. So the chapter of Alpha 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 at the University of Washington is going to wants us to come and do training. So we contract with businesses in a way that is really intentional and it helps to keep us afloat because a lot of the things that we do are big ticket items. There is definitely pros and cons to business to business strategy. Uh, I think, you know, the first pro is higher ticket item. So higher ticket item, you're spending intentional time figuring out how you can help to close a gap for a client in a way that is with a large group of people. So when we do trainings, we do, you know, we've got like our signature 10 or 12 trainings that we do, but we'll customize those for each of the clients that we work with. So that kind of strategy helps us to bring people in. But on the flip side, we know that there's high turnover in business to business versus in your B2C line of business or your business to consumer, 
the consumer is always the same, right? If I make an Etsy account 10 years ago, my Etsy account is still going to be mine. When we work with businesses, that's not always the case. And a lot of times people will leave the business or leave the organization. In our case, they typically leave every four years because they graduate. <laughs> so yeah, true. making really intentional decisions about how we structure things. Um, we've got a whole process now and like a workflow that helps us do that. But a lot of things that have been really successful for us for our B2 to be strategy is word of mouth referrals, mm -hmm. especially as a newer group. You know, there's a lot of established people out there that have been doing this for 15, 20 years. And why would they go with a new group versus someone who they have name recognition for? And for us, it's all about that testimonial, that experience that they have with us and how we can communicate that to potential clients that are in organizations. So I would say one of the main sales strategies that we work with a lot is how do we narrate a story about an experience that we have with one of our clients and in turn, how does that help to bring other people in? Mm -hmm. So we do that through, I would say two primary ways. The first way is in our automated emails that go out. So we have a MailChimp account where we send out emails on a monthly basis. And in those emails, we include different snippets about people working with us, photos, videos, stuff like that. So people can actually see that. But the second way is through social media, which has honestly been huge for us. Prior to starting this business, I knew nothing about Instagram other than when I post, the picture comes up. That's right. it. <laughs> That's really it. I'm with um, you. <laughs> and we have done a lot in the Instagram space, particularly around like reels and Instagram lives with people that we work with. And because our audience is typically between the ages of like 18 and 30, people between the ages of 18 and 30 are on Instagram and Instagram means a lot to them. So we get them and we hook them through the things that they see, i.e. we create this reel about our time at the University of Iowa and somebody sees this reel and they're like, oh, this looks really cool. I didn't think that a quote unquote DEI training could be like this. Mm -hmm. And then they reach out to us and say, we want to do, do this. So I think the social media and the things that we can do on social media has been a game changer for our business, but I'll also be totally honest. Having a business manager has been a game changer for the ways in which we can sustain the business because a lot of times we're in the space where, you know, we're going back and forth with social media and trying to tell the outward story to get more clients. But really the business manager helps us make sure that the ship runs smooth with the clients we currently have, because then they're more likely to resign with us, which we have seen since we've gotten a business manager, we have been able to like secure renewals at just the highest rate possible because she is in there. She is working. She is making sure things are smooth. There's no hiccups. And that the people who are planning these big events that we're working with, that they're doing so in a way that is meaningful for them, but also that they feel comfortable with, right? A lot of times mm -hmm. like, I'm good if I need to go and deliver this myself. But when I have to, you know, go and do all of these other pieces, now there's this additional component of multiple people involved. Different people are trying to stir the same pot. And what in turn are we doing to make sure that this is not a stressful situation for people? Right. So it goes and it runs smooth from A to B to C. So I would say like major takeaways for the B2B strategy is making sure that you have like solid communication efforts and communication efforts that are tailored to your audience. 
we know where our audience members are. We know that right now, a lot of them are going through like a recruitment process because they're coming to campus. So how are we in turn making sure that we are on social media every day, that we're using the hashtags that they're using so that when potential new members and leaders are searching hashtags about sorority recruitment, they're finding us as opposed to like Bama rush TikTok video or whatever it is, right? (laughs) Right, So lots of intentional things that we've done. And again, we're all self-taught. So it's really this concept of all of us have worked or currently work with fraternities and sororities in a full-time capacity. So we get on the call, we brainstorm, what do we need to do to get in front of our audience? And I think that is a really unique thing about us is that we're so specified and segmented that we can do that in a way that makes meaning. But I'll be honest, it's been a lot of trial and error. Some things work really well and some things certainly do not. (laughs) Yes, I always say that all the time with the Shine brand. It's it's been about a year now and there's been so much trial and error and it still is today. I mean, we're still new, so... But I think it's really cool. You made some really good points. I like the business manager that you identified that, you know, there's a need for something and you brought someone in. I assume you probably have a social media manager and yeah. Yep. Oh, the same person. Yeah. So she's a rock star. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She is 12 out of 10. She does all of our business management. She also does all of our social media strategy. That's very cool. Yeah. It's so hard to like juggle everything. So identifying I'm at that point too. I'm like, I need some more help somewhere. So identifying that and bring it in because one person cannot handle even two, three people can't handle, you know, you're a bigger. So that's really cool that. And I love that you just said that you guys are all self-taught. Like, you know, we just figured it out. It's trial and error. We wing it. I love that attitude. That's how I roll too. It's not always going to be perfect. And you know what? Whatever. It doesn't go right. It's a learning opportunity. And we just don't do that again. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, there are people that have expertise in business and there are people that are really successful and have million dollar consulting companies. But at the end of the day, I mean, all of us are doing this part time. So we need to do what makes sense for us and we need to do what feels right for us. And just being able to lean and bounce things off one another has been amazing. And we've just created something that I just think is really cool and something that we're all really proud of, which I think is the most important part. Absolutely. Yes. How many is on your team? Yeah. So we have six amazing human beings that are full-time educators on the team. Our business manager is a part-time person. And then we also are bringing on a client relationship manager to help to offset some of the things that the business manager does and increase the relationships that we have with clients. So seven right now, but uh, soon to be eight. Very, very cool. That's awesome. You guys should be so proud of the work that you're doing. I love it. All right. The other thing that I highlighted that I think would be really great to talk to the audience about today is monetizing your work in a mutually beneficial way for you and your audience. What do you mean by that? Yes. Okay. So one of the things I learned about business really quickly was that it's more than just contracts. And I think a lot of times in the consulting and the speaking space, we focus on like, what is the contract? How can I get somewhere where someone's paying me five, eight, $10,000 to deliver this message? And I think in a lot of ways that can be really successful and impactful for people, but we have explored what does it look like to monetize other things that we do in a way that helps to continue the movement of our agency, but also helps people be in alignment. 
So if you have a consulting agency that's a B2B business specifically, you're only ever interacting with large groups of people. And a lot of times there are people afterwards that are like, I really align with your message, or I think that I can, you know, help to do some additional things in this area. So one of the things we started to explore was what does it look like to monetize something from like a B to C or business to consumer standpoint? So for us, we've done that in a couple different ways. One, we have kind of ours, our funnel for lack of a better term. So our funnel, think of it as like good, better, best, good, better, best. Good is typically something that we offer for free. That's our blog, our free resources, about once a quarter, we do a free session that people can come to in a virtual space. That's like the good, right? Mm -hmm. The better is where we see a lot of things that are related to monetization in terms of products that we offer. So even though we're primarily a service entity, we have products like discussion guides and activation guides and curriculum that people can buy from us and facilitate on their own. We also are launching a membership that people can be a member of what we call the parallel portal. And in turn, they pay $19 a month. And as a result, they get A, B, C, and D. So that's kind of like this good option where we, or this better option where we spend a lot of time in the monetization piece, because typically as a business, you want to make sure that, you know, you're giving things that you are having paid services. That's why people come to you, but typically they don't come to you if they don't see something first. Right. So people want to try before they buy, they want receipts, they want all of these things. And our better option where we've monetized a lot of these things for our audience specifically is really that space where we live that helps us to create some content so people can see it in our good option or our free option and also helps to inform what we do in our best option, just like our large ticket items, our business to business, our training, our consulting, all of those things. So a lot of the ways in which we've monetized things has been really intentional. So for our audience, we know that student leaders like to facilitate conversations with their peers. They just don't know how to do that. So what we did was we created what we call an activation guide, which is basically like an elevated, sexy version of a discussion guide. And it includes like a video, lots of discussion questions that they can use and ways to activate the conversation. And we have pumped these out and we have created them and we sell them as a product. So that is how we monetize, right? It takes umpteen amount of hours to create one and then we sell it to 40 people. And that's how we monetize it in a way that makes sense for us, that helps us sustain our business, but also helps people who maybe can't afford or don't have the financial resources to be in the best option, right? They can't bring us to campus, but they can purchase an activation guide from, from us. And I think right. that allows us to be relevant to a large amount of people. I would say the number one mistake I see people making in the consulting space is not having a better option, right? Mm -hmm. People have free stuff, their blog, their Instagram stuff, whatever they have, and they have their large ticket item. But that middle option has really helped us to be relevant to like a large amount of people in a way that people are like, okay, cool. I can align with this. Or like, you have something for me, right? I think we see that a lot in like the Netflix space too. So like in the Netflix space, you have multiple different options for what your monthly rate is. You can pay this, you can pay that, or you can do the big bang buck, right? Right. Um, I think taking some of those things that we have experienced on a day-to-day basis, just as people and being like, how do we do that in our business has allowed us to monetize things in a way that is 
sustaining and paying for things like a business manager who's helping to close those big ticket items. So the monetization is definitely something I never thought of. I never thought of that when we started the business. I was like, cool, we're here to be trainers and consultants. We right. will sell things and that's what we will do. But this like middle option for us, this monetization option has really allowed us to scale quickly, um, which is why we are at the six figure range now. It's not necessarily because we're doing two trainings a month. It's not because we're traveling five or six times each semester. It's because we have monetized the business in a way that makes sense for our audience that they buy into. I think that's so such an excellent point. I like the good, better, best for a lot of reasons, because I agree that the better part is often missing. I know a lot of people in the industry and that part usually is, is missing. There's the free and then there's, Hey, I have this for $5,000. I'm like, right. nothing in between there. Right. So I love that you all guys already thought about that and you're utilizing it. And I love that you mentioned it too, because you know, through the podcast and such, I talk to a lot of people then, or, you know, friends will come to me and they'll be like, I have like so many ideas and I have, I feel like I would be a really good coach at this and I have no idea how to get started. And I'm not in that space yet. So that's why I like to bring experts on like you. So you can help provide, you know, some of that knowledge and background to help some of the listeners where I'm like, I don't know, I'm not the expert. That's why I have a podcast. I bring on experts. So I'm so glad you just talked about that because I'm sure someone out there is going to want that background and understanding and just that good, better, best is enough to get someone thinking like, okay, if I really want to do this, you know, here's a simple way that I could think about it to set it up. So I think that was really, really great advice that you just gave. Thanks. I appreciate Mm -hmm. that. Of course, of course. So where is, would you say the best place where people could find you? You mentioned you're on socials and all that jazz, but is that the best place to find you or is there some other place that may be best? Yeah. So we just got a new website. Shout out to our business manager, Jane. So you can find us at www.vparallel.co. Drop the M. We are not vparallel.com. You will find a random marketing agency that is not us. I always tell people, look for the sea of blue. Our color is like a very prominent blue, kind of like the blue Gatorade color. So if you see the blue Gatorade color, you are in the right place. Um, So you can definitely find us on our site, Um, but we are pretty active on social media. We have LinkedIn and we also have our Instagram. So our Instagram is probably the place where we spend the most time. That's where our audience is primarily. And that is at b.parallel. Um, which is kind of our alignment piece that we help people identify or that people identify us with. Though we're called the parallel agency, a lot of what we do is around the be parallel movement, which is where we got our name from, which is essentially we want people to align their words with their actions so that they're parallel. So the parallel movement is really that hashtag be parallel that you're going to find on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, any of those spaces. So you can search by the hashtag, you can find us on Instagram or the website works too. Very, very cool. Yeah. I just loved having you on a, because again, I love the work that you guys are doing and you truly brought value to the audience today. Cause we're always wanting to find some entrepreneurs that have something to provide. Cause we have a lot of different uh, people that are considering being an entrepreneur or you know, just anyone in general. I think this is really great advice. So thank you so much for joining me today. Of course. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. Awesome. Of course. And to the listeners, if no one has told you, you are worthy, you are beautiful. And yes, you can do this. 
thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to shine with us. If you enjoyed this episode, please show us some love by subscribing to our show and sparkle us by submitting a rating and review. And if you're ready to slay, girlfriend, stop over to our website, shinesparkleslay.com. We have a free gift waiting there just for you. 